The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's time now for the one, the only, the bite of reality featuring Rhyme Time. And we've got our favorite rhymer. Is that what you'd call yourself, a rhymer? Rhymer on the phone, ready to go. Mark the Shark himself, known throughout the world and in most bathrooms as well. So here he is without... I hate to say this without any further ado. I don't know that that sounds sort of ominous, doesn't it? Have we voted on this? <laughs> no, but your name is is in the pot for uh, we we've thrown your hat in the ring and my hat and Brett's hat and any anybody else's hat we could get. You know, Doctor Seuss, you just figured it out. There are lots of hats, but no heads. Oh. <laughs> Was I supposed to cut the heads off and throw that head in the ant? The the problem is there are no heads in the congressional ring. Well, you may have come across, you may have discovered the problem. It's incredible. Well, all right, let's rock it on. This is Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So, 2023, let's get right into it because I love the next segment of this show. With Mark the Shark, welcome to 2023. This is always the place to be. I will always tell you like it is. No need to gloss over the facts. I'm in radio, not political showbiz. With the 22 year coming to an end, I'm taking out my crystal ball and trying to give you insight around the 23 bend. Too soon to give you predictions on what we will achieve... With the Republicans supposed to be in charge in the House, I will try and not to be not too naive. Six times was a charm for my cousin Vinny, but for McCarthy, if you thought it was smooth sailing, you'd just be another ninny. Now the 118th Congress is at hand, except it is now apparent that all the Republicans didn't get the same music for the band. Sometimes people and elected officials are just not on the same page. But those of you who voted for Republicans must be feeling a huge sense of outrage. To choose the most simplest task, what are you thinking? We the people did ask. Republicans, you have had months to get your ducks in a row. And after three days of voting, it is incredible that you the majority have absolutely nothing to show. I often complain about the broken Washington that we know, but here we have the insanity that is open on display for us to see the show. The clown show that we are seeing is just the tip of the iceberg. We had such high hopes, just like Charles Lindbergh. But across the Atlantic, Lindbergh did successfully fly After 11 votes in Congress, it is apparent that my dreams of a sane group of politicians, as I see it, (laughs) being in charge, did die. The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome, 
as I see this dysfunction in plain view while America continues to be in pain. This is a complete joke, but with serious consequences, I say, for at the end of each and every evening, the Democrats are the heroes and the Republicans, the reigning clowns, on display. So just a sad state of affairs, as the clown show continues on, I was once a Republican fan, and now that shine is now gone. What the Republicans have done here is a stain on their charge. It will be a long time before they see me in their corner if they don't knock it off now and take the House Speaker at large. Now 11 votes taken and still no Speaker of the House. This is a clown show without a viable circus, and 20 of them are just louse. Their 15 minutes of fame of the unknown is all gone. The legacy of the evil and the axis of the enemy, the Republicans now did spawn. 212 Democrats each time vote Jeffries for the one. This is just a terrible web of stupidity and spending that they have spun. So why was the speaker role not already straightened out? It's not like it was a surprise since November. This is just idiocracy, no doubt. No more do I wonder why Washington is clearly broken. Before it became obvious, it was just thought it was. Unspoken. If we could see the sausage being made, we would never eat. Now we see the dysfunctional Congress and the Republicans who don't know how to be discreet. The world is laughing and our enemies are elated. Who would have thought that McCarthy appears to be in Congress the most hated? When your margins are thin and you think you are in the majority, once again proving that Washington is in fact clueless and the American problems are still not the priority. Created and crafted by a Washington that has lost touch. Once again, out of Washington, solutions and hope for this country, I have not much. We the people are worth saving. This is not hard to figure out. It appears that the brain-trusting Congress to this has a complete blackout. Maybe energy, costs of living in a house, being out of control. Congress thinks... To fight with each other is most important. They need to knock it off now and make fixing this problem their goal. Energy independence, the border, and a government that works is my wish for the new year without all the stupidity and fireworks. Get the job done that you said you would do. Well, for the next election, we'll be throwing out you and your crew. There is no time at this point for idiots to play games. This country is hurting. It is going down in flames. From woke to cancel culture, our American society is fraying. And with Congress not sworn in, again, the people's business, they are delaying. Time to get to work or get out of the way. This should not be a hostage taking by 20 Republicans. This is not the America we seek today. Get it together, Republicans. This is disgusting display of personal vengeance instead of solving the public's problems and doing what you say. There is no sense in nonsense, we know. Get this done now so you have something to show. The Democrats got their popcorn, drinks, and blankets too. Watching the Republicans slice and dice each other is better than going to the Washington Zoo. So stop giving the Democrats the win for president in 24. 
I could just see the ads now. Republicans could not even pick a leader. Why would you give them more? Again, seeking sanity I know is quite a leap. If Republicans don't straighten this out now, the Congress and the Senate, they will not keep. I can't take much more of the total disorder at the border, but what's going on in Congress is surely giving Democrats cover. So stop the disgrace and the Congress being out of order. America needs help fast and a new plan. If this keeps going anymore, why we continue to vote for idiots, I just can't understand. So as we come to the end of the first rhyme time for the new year, Congress, the Senate, and the President better get it in gear. Thank you. Thank you very much. I intended to start off the program with the Republicans destroying the Republicans' brand or whatever they have left of it. But on the other hand, I was reminded this morning that today was January 6th, the solemn moment of when the Capitol Police, Nancy Pelosi, and the people in the charge of protecting the Capitol failed to recognize any source of potential problems of a 100,000 angry people coming to Washington. Now, I've heard the term insurrection. Insurrection is a completely different definition. So let's get away from the political. Now, this morning, I was completely offended. And I'll tell you why I was offended. When I turned on the boob tube, I saw a 9-11 type ceremony going on with the ringing of the bell for five officers who were allegedly... Now, let me get this straight, okay? Because there's been a lot of garbage back and forth. There were five Capitol Police officers who died, or actually police officers, because I think one of them may have been from D.C. itself. But the problem with all of this is that it's not true. It's not true. Originally... AOC, or Occasional Cortex, said she was in the riots. She wasn't even in the right building. So her direction sense, I guess, is off. But, oh, my God, being attacked in a building that you're not in must be really tragic for her. So she said there were 10 dead as a result. So I did a little digging. And it turns out that the only person who actually died in the building at the riot was Ashley Babbitt. And for those of you who don't remember who Ashley Babbitt was, she was a Trump supporter. Yes, she was a Trump supporter who went into the Capitol. She was not armed. She was not threatening. She had no weapons in her hand. And she was shot by a police officer inside the Capitol. So what happened? Was there an investigation? Well, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe three or four minutes worth. So what happened really? She tried to get through a window that someone else had broken, not her. And she was shot in the neck and died. Well, there was no ceremony. There was no investigation of any sort. And in fact, if you watch the video, which I've watched on several times, several times I watched the video, trying to see did she have a weapon, did she have anything that could be deemed to be threatening besides trying to get through the window. And the answer was no. And also interesting, 
There was about six SWAT members in that same hall, not 10 feet from where she was standing, right there, with fully armed weapons, fully flak vested, ready to go. They didn't shoot her, but the officer inside behind that window shot her, and he was hailed as a hero for saving her life. But let me get to the facts here. So Ashley Babbitt was 35 years old. So what happened is it was a U.S. Capitol Police officer who actually shot her, I believe. So now here's the other the interesting fact of the ceremony that they went through this morning. Now, 3,000 people died and hundreds, if not thousands, died after 9-11 from cancer as a result of those two beautiful, graceful towers coming down. And they had this little ceremony there. And there's Hakeem Jeffries up there at the microphone giving this presidential-type speech. In fact, almost like the Speaker of the House. Well, technically, we'll get into that a little later. He did get the most votes so far in the tally. Not enough, but hey. So here's what happens. So there were two heart attacks. Okay? So these were people outside the building. But take this to heart. No one were inside that building other than Ashley Babbitt, who was coming through a window unarmed and was shot, passed away, or died. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So the two officers, Kevin Greeson and Benjamin Phillips, both died of cardiovascular disease. They deemed the manner of death natural. Now, who deemed, who deemed it? The medical examiner. So now we have a medical examiner who says, wait a second, hold on here. This is not correct. Okay, now, also, Greeson had a history of hypertensive atherosclerotic sclerotic, cardiovascular disease. Okay, he had heart failure due to high blood pressure. All right, so now we have one guy. So now we also have a Roseanne Boylan, 34 of Kennesaw, Georgia. She suffered a medical emergency. What happened? Was she in there? No. Was she in the crush? No. Did she attempt to fight with police officers? No. Not at all. They said she was dying after being trampled by the mob. That's not what happened. It was an acute amphetamine intoxication. A drug overdose. That's not being trampled by people. So then we have going further down the line here, and we see... There were Capitol Police officers who committed suicide. Not the same day. Days later. In some cases, months later. Months later. And the whole thing about Officer Sicknick, who they claimed had been hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, didn't die that day. He didn't die in the line of duty. Although later on, they they changed that definition. So when they changed the definition, it's kind of like, Inflation and, you know, those other things they changed the words of, like, the border is under control, things like that. So when they did do that, the reality is, unless they're going to take every officer who dies after being in a stressful situation, which is 100% of them these days, don't tell me it's an in-the-line duty. An in-the-line duty is you're on a traffic stop, you get hit by a car. You're in a traffic stop, somebody shoots you. You're in a shootout with a felon. That's an in-line duty. That's, that's 
on-duty injury. That's what it took. You know, there were several suicides. Four of them. Four suicides. Okay. Now, Officer Leibengood, fifty-one. He'd been guarding the Capitol for fifteen years. Now, I will tell you that the police officers I know who would have been sent to something like that riot. Okay, and that's what it was. It wasn't an insurrection. These people didn't have a plan. Bunch of morons. And every one of them who went into the Capitol should be prosecuted. But this whole sideshow of the January 6th committee really defeated the purpose of what should have happened in this case. So right after this, right after this short break, we're going to come back and we're going to finish this up and get to the real part. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality. So right before the break, we were talking about the January 6th two-year anniversary and the fact that I was personally offended by the fact that they were doing a September 11th type ceremony for people who never died at the Capitol in any kind of riot or fighting or anything else. So here's what happens with one particular guy. And again, this is my opinion, because once the Congress got involved and Pelosi got involved and some of these other Democratic lawmakers got involved, all of a sudden definitions of in the line of duty injury changed. And you know what? I applaud them because they had the power to do it. So... Four suicides, one of them nine days after the trauma. That's not an in-the-line-of-duty injury, except if you're in charge and Nancy Pelosi's leading the show. So then she took that and she said, fine, that's what I want to see. So they wrote a letter. So Tim Kaine, Mark Warner, Don Beyer, Jennifer Wexton, they all wrote a letter to the mayor Bowser and said, from the D.C. police officer who committed suicide nine days after that this ought to be made as both a legal and practical matter as an in-the-line-of-duty injury. So they, what did they do? They changed it. Okay, that's fine. But don't sit there and have a 9-11-type ceremony for people who didn't die at the Capitol. And i got to tell you, if what happened at the Capitol created a suicidal problem for officers, then you know what? I know lots of officers. These are the toughest people on the planet. These are the guys who face adversaries every single day. And try being an NYPD cop. Try doing that job for 10 minutes. These guys would all commit suicide. 
but not in NYPD. They're the toughest guys out there. You know, we have Nassau County, we have Suffolk in New York. And look at most of the major cities, the police departments. When these guys go out and they have issues, they have PTSD, and they commit suicide, are they in the line duties? I can tell you from personal representation of some clients who were police officers who had that same type of issue, guess what? The state of New York said, no, sorry, not an in-the-line, sorry, it's your own problem. Take a hike. Too late. It didn't happen. See ya. So it was ridiculous. You know, but that, that kind of, that kind of showmanship is what bothers me about this country. Get to the people's business. Get your butts back in there. Pick a leader. Pick somebody who can lead this. I mean, this is ridiculous. So here you have right now what's going on. Last I heard, right before we went on, we still had only, only, only 11 votes. It was the, oh, I don't know. It's been a hundred years since the last record was broken of votes. This is a disaster. This was the most votes since 1923. So now, four days, and nothing has been accomplished. Nothing. Zero. And more importantly, where are all these classified briefings that are not happening? What's going on in this country now? Well, uh, you know, Mark, let me interrupt you a second. You, sure. You know, everybody is saying, well, you know, the Republicans since November have known this was coming. But everybody has failed to point out that the Republicans were so shocked that they won and they figured that some way or the other the Democrats would steal the election. They said, well, what the heck? Why bother with doing this when we could go out and party and and do something more fun than worry about coming up with the Speaker of the House? Well, then here's my problem. Here's my problem with all of them. The Republicans are idiots. They're idiots. They, you know, and I hate to say it, and you know I always pick on the Democrats. For the most part, it is the Democrats' fault. But here, I'm laying blame at the Republicans. These are the guys who said, with Obamacare, I was going to say, Obamacare, Obamacare, we have the answer. Get rid of Obamacare. 37 times or something they voted to get rid of it. And when they had the opportunity... They had the Senate and the Congress. They did zippity doo dah. Maybe they should have hired that lady who wanted to be the disinformation bureau. Zippity doo dah, zippity day. So I just look at them and I say, what does the rest of the country think about this? So they're giving Adam Schiff, Hakeem Jeffries, the election denier, by the way. Yeah, didn't see that one coming. And Nancy Pelosi, the, the gift of a lifetime right now. They're in front of the American eyes. They're raising tons of money. You wonder why the Democrats raise lots of money? Because the Republicans are morons right now. They're giving them everything they need. So I was talked about the definition, or I, I talked about, I should say. I talked about the definition of insanity. It was doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So... The clown show that's going on in Washington right now, led by the Republicans, is absolutely insanity. It is the definition. It's, it's pathetic. They didn't work out weeks ago, even perhaps months ago, that their anticipated red wave, which was nothing but a trickle, but they did nothing. They had nothing together. So now 
all of these fantastic, oh, we're going to investigate this, we're going to investigate that. What's going on right now? Where's the subpoena power? And now there's talk. I, and I, I could not believe I heard this yesterday about maybe a coalition. So what would that do? You know, everybody says coalition. That sounds like a good idea, right? Well, if you're a Democrat, it's a phenomenal idea because now it gives you control over a lot of the committees and shared responsibilities and chairmanships for the committees. Now, you would think if you wanted to take over the Republicans and be the Republican leader, quite frankly, and it, it hurts my brain to say this, you should have studied Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi was the ogre in the swamp. She could get them all in line. She knew how to get deals done. She was incredible when delivering stupidity in her own vision. And to her, it probably wasn't stupidity, but to the rest of the country, it was. But they are in lockstep behind each other. Look at 212 votes for Hakeem Jeffries in New York. He's a left-wing liberal that makes Elizabeth Warren look like a conservative. And then this is embarrassing. There are 20 hostage takers. There are 20 hostage takers in the Republican Party. And I'm not going to name them here because it's not important. It's just the fact that they are. I don't think they deserve their 15 minutes of fame. Because quite frankly, they are again destroying what's left of the Republican Party. Just when you thought they were starting to make inroads, they were trying to get uh, diversity, inclusion, they had a bigger umbrella. Well, I'm sorry, these 20 people have just turned that umbrella upside down and it's filling up with stupidity. And this is what the American, this is what America sees. This is what the American people see which is zero right now, accomplishments. I mean, at what point do you say we've derailed the American system and it's non-functioning? Here's a thought. For the last four days, none of them should get paid. They've done nothing. Oh, people say, well, they're voting. No, they've done nothing. You know, it's very simple to sit there and go yay or nay 11 times and then adjourn. But this is an idiot's delight This is the gift of a lifetime for Democrats. And you mark my words. Write it down. This clown show is going to be on every ad for Joe Biden in 2024. You know, if you compare him right now to the disorganized and disenfranchised Republicans, he looks like a president. He looks like a president. And that is a real low bar. I mean, we're talking about Joe Biden being presidential. That's... Oof. And no, so here, Mark, on Tuesday, January 3rd, McCarthy had 174 votes. Hakeem had 183. What, what am I missing here? Are the Republicans the fools? They're going to be relegated to the basement of history for their own stupidity. I mean, one thing I can tell you that the Democrats have learned over the years is solidarity is the key to winning everything. Pelosi knew how to make deals. She knew how to get it done. And what happened? She did get it done. In fact, at the end of this mess, now this is something I wanted to talk about just real quick before I get into the Cory Bush matter. (laughs) So right before the new Congress is coming on board, the 117th Congress, 
destroyed the rest of the year for the 118th Congress by passing the stupid omnibus bill. Now, what did the omnibus bill do? It basically saddled, tied, and put in a closet the 118th Congress for the next year. Now, why on earth would you, Mitch McConnell, sign on to this stupidity? Why would anyone in the Republican Party sign on to this stupidity? You know, you know, Mitch McConnell, 17 other Republicans joined with the Democrats as the Senate passed the 1.85 trillion monstrosity of spending. Now, does anybody in Washington understand that it's not their money? It's the people's money. Did they ask the people on the way out of the door? And a lot of them getting thrown out by their own constituents, they rammed this through. But here's the kicker. The Republicans let them do it. And that's the problem I have. It effectively sets federal spending for the fiscal year of 2023, which is a freaking disaster. They kneecapped the new Congress. For those of you who don't know what kneecapping is, watch The Sopranos. I mean, basically, they took away any wind in their sails. You know, we talked about they're going to jump up and down. They're going to get things done. And right before the beginning, it's the end. So let's see. The Wall Street Journal's Kimberly Strassel called the omnibus bill, the one I'm talking about, one of the ugliest, least transparent bits of lawmaking I've ever seen. Now, this was a 4,000-page bill that was passed without anybody reading it. Once again, the Nancy Pelosi, you have to pass it to know what's in it. Think about that for a second. You know, I'm going to sell you a box. Here's the box. But you have to buy it before I show you what's in it. What would you say? You'd say, what are you, out of your mind? You're crazy. Well, they are. They're entirely crazy. But guess what? They're spending your money, folks. And you keep voting for them. This is what I don't understand. Yes, we have a question in the audience. Yeah. Uh, such audience as it is. Did you happen to watch uh, Jesse Waters last night? Um, I did not. I, no. I don't have as much hair as him, so therefore I'm jealous. Oh, well, I tell you what. I have to bring this up, because, and I've brought it up before. And what we're doing or what you're talking about as far as Congress is concerned, it... Well, I'll, I'll sum it up with one very simple example of what Jesse Waters and his man on the street got lots of for five or six minutes, however long it was on. Or going up to a, a lady and saying, are you keeping up with what's going on in the house? Now you and I would say, well, it's, they're trying to select a speaker. That would be what any normal person would say. But her response was, whose house? What house? <laughs> I end That's my story right there. And we. General like you. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, you know, we wonder why Congress, they don't give a damn what they do because nobody's going to really put up a fight for them because they're too stupid to fight for to even know what's going on. No, it, it's sad. The amount of votes that we get, I mean, it's just when you th when you think about it for a second, 
that we don't have 90, 95% voting in America is pathetic. It is. We spend billions of dollars around the world of our taxpayer money, billions, to turn around and say, we don't really care about America, but we care about everyone else. We sent $105 billion, and now it's probably more by now. I haven't gotten through the 4,000 pages of the omnibus bill yet. But it's a crisis. It is an absolute crisis because we cannot spend into oblivion. You know, Chip Roy, I think his name is, he keeps yelling about a balanced budget. How about stop the spending on stupidity? How about let's let's stop, you know, what we do in this country is, and I'll give an example, and I'll bring this to my next point, which was the, the Cory Bush, the Cory Bush movement of time. <laughs> Unless you want to take a short break. No, let's let's keep going. Okay, let's get it going. All right, so Cory Bush, that mouth is not attached to a brain. It just <laughs> cannot be considered to be attached to any type of brain. The fact that Cory Bush, that ignorant dirtbag, is elected to Congress, a representative from Missouri's first congressional district. The district includes all of the city of St. Louis, most of northern St. Louis County. She is an embarrassment, a racist bigot, a fat-headed moron who, quite frankly, epitomizes what is seriously wrong with this country. So how far down the totem pole do you have to go to say something of what she said this week about Byron Donalds when he was when he was uh, posted at possibly becoming the next Speaker of the House. So what did she do? She decided to say he was a white supremacist. She called him, and, and listen to this word just really irks me. She called him a prop of the Republicans. Why is it that any time a successful... African-American is a Republican. They're an Uncle Tom. They're a prompt. You know, she went after the same thing like when they when they called Larry Elders when he was running in California. He was the new face of white supremacy, the black face. I mean, is this not hate speech, spouting empty-headed morons? They should be thrown out of Congress. This should be brought up on charges. If you said something like that, against somebody else what if a white guy had said that hmm. because she thinks she's black she's not black she's a moron that transcends all skin colors all races being an idiot is being an idiot you know the, the thing about idiocy is there is no it's colorblind that's the beauty about idiocy you can be a moron and be any color and she proved it she is one racist bigot and I gotta tell you if you guys in St. Louis, vote for her again. You guys in Missouri, give her another chance to make you look stupid. Well, go ahead and go for it because you deserve that then. You know, it's like in New York, we voted for ha Kathy, what is it, Kathy Hochul, you know, the, the eyebrow lady. So a couple of months ago, which was interesting, just to, to divert sideways for a second, a couple of months ago, when she was running back in August, you know, she was the tough girl. If you don't agree with us New Yorkers, if you want to go to Florida, then pack up and get the hell out of here. You're not New Yorkers anyway. Well, guess what she did the other day over the weekend? Oh, she was begging all those people 
with the economy going south in New York to come back. Remember that? What was that? What was that movie? <laughs> come back, come back. You know, I, I just these politicians. I wonder half the time if they actually believe what comes out of their mouth. I don't think they know what's the, coming out of their mouth. Well, you know, listen. There's supposed to be um, things coming out of your butt. That stuff is not supposed to come out of your mouth. Obviously, Cori Bush did not get that message. So her mouth acts just like her butt. I mean, her butt must be saying, hold on there, that's my job. <laughs> so the next question, the next action of this week is the Biden border speech. First of all, it wasn't in English. It wasn't in Spanish. It was in gibberish, and I did not have my translation book on Google. I said it to gibberish, and Google turned around to me and said, Dude, I got nothing. I can't even figure out what he's saying. He tried to make the puppet that was standing behind him, and this is where you need that the ventriloquist. Uh, you really need somebody to stick something up the back of her, her pantsuit that she always wears, and make her mouth move. At least shake her head. I mean, you could have put a poster up there. It would have saved, saved, same purpose. You know, this is the person that they're thinking would be next in line for the presidency if Joe bombs out. Well, I don't think Joe understands he's running, but he, you know what? He actually looked good. He had his jacket on. It took 20 minutes to get it on, but he did have his jacket on. So... She's the, just to refresh your recollection of the jury here of America, she's the border czar. Now, her and her boss, who wasn't in the Senate, now public life 50 years, and who has never been at the southern border. I don't know. You might want to take a look down there every once in a while, see the disaster you created. He claimed that President Harris was instrumental in securing the border. Now, let that sink in for a second. 4.7 million people coming through the southern border is considered secure. So then, why are we sending weapons to Ukraine? Because 275,000 people coming across their border from Russia is nothing. It's secure. That's a secure border. How sad is it that Ukraine is in a war with Russia and they have less people coming over their border. I mean, that's pretty insane. Just think about that for a second. So now they're also saying that there could be upwards of a million gotaways between 21 and 22. I, I, you know, at what point do we say, just open up everything? Just take the CBB, take, take the Customs and Border Patrol out of there, let them go you know, change diapers and stuff and take care of the people and just let everybody come in. In fact, I think it might just be cheaper if we just bust them right in here because this way we don't have everybody there, you know. And then the fact that he says it's under control, it's kind of like saying that America's under control. America's crime is under control. I, I, you know, Dave, I looked and I didn't see a memo on redefining the word control because according to them crime is under control the border is under control with 5.7 million people illegally crossing it's 4.7 plus a million 
gotaways. And these are, again, deflated numbers from the Border Patrol. Because if they gave you the real numbers, you might actually pay attention. You might look at it and say, this is ridiculous. But I can't understand. You'd have to uh, be interested enough to know what's going on. And, again, man on the street, what do you think of the border situation? What border? (laughs) The border between Idaho. Yeah, but between Texas and New Mexico. This Uh, is like a prison break, but the guards left for vacation. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole, you know... Yes, I blame Congress. Yes, I certainly blame this administration. But, you know, it's like playing Monopoly. They got a free pass to, you know, anywhere they want because our society is so friggin' stupid that they won't put any pressure on anything. They won't just, they won't look into a person's voting record. They'll vote for anybody that buys them off. And they just keep going and going, and we wonder, it's, how it's do these broken. people keep getting reelected? Because our society is so friggin' stupid that they have no clue of what's going on. I doubt that they have a clue of what's going on with their own home taxes. Yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line is that, you know, when you have to look to Cardi B, that rapper, to tell you that... The grocery store prices are off the wall. I mean, do people not go shopping? Do they not understand that this is all created by when you have diesel at six and seven dollars a gallon? That increases your transportation cost incredibly. It's it's a sad, sad state of affairs. And now they want to do more. They, how much money can they give away? That's my question. Is there any limit? You know, it costs a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars, to support these people who come into this country. And I'm not saying, listen, America was built on immigration. My grandparents, well, at least one side, came in. So I'm not Elizabeth Warren. No, I'm not a Cherokee Indian. You don't have but, enough hair. Right. You've they already came been in. That's scammed. right. That's it. But they came in through the front door. They did not crawl in the window. They didn't say, I'm going to get away, and they didn't cross over the Rio Grande. You have 146 countries coming in through the southern border. Now, if 1% of that 4.7 million persons invading the United States are terrorists, think about that for a second. We missed 9-11. We missed putting all the dots together. We had all the information. And guess what they did? Nothing. They missed it. You know, it's like this this idiot, you know, if if you look at Idaho, there are so many things going wrong in this country. You know, look at this guy, Trevor Bickford of Maine, 19-year-old, suspect attacked three New York police officers on Saturday, New Year's Eve, with a machete. Now, this this individual who is innocent until proven guilty unless, of course, you're a taxpayer in this country, is under surveillance by the FBI. Now, how could they be doing everything? They're busy surveilling school board meetings and parents who are speaking up at school board meetings. 
even if they spent a little bit more time, just start focusing on the terrorists in this country that are coming over the border. How many of them are being tracked? How many of them are being taken out? You know, this this gentleman, Bickford, and I call him a gentleman only because I have to until he's convicted, he became a radicalized Muslim. We all think this problem is gone because the Biden administration ignores it. I mean, once we abandoned and surrendered Afghanistan, what did they think was going to reconstitute there? Disneyland? Disneyland and Afghanistan. I mean, we are out of control in this country. We are pathetically out of control. And we really better get our stuff together. There's a real simple solution. Really very, it's, I've heard this for 50 years. They can't solve it. It's a tough, complex problem. It's really not that complex. You seal your border. You shut it down. You build your wall. And then you have 20 million illegal aliens in America. Fine. Find out what are they doing. Have them register. Let's find out who they are. Let's do some, you know, they talk about background checks all the time for guns. Okay? Background checks. You got to be squeaky clean. But yet we let all these people in from the southern border without even asking them what's going on. You have a criminal record. And we have no way of verifying that. But to go get a gun, ooh, look out. You know, but I mean, I didn't even touch on the amount of fentanyl that's coming across. They said, Biden said he seized 21,000 pounds of fentanyl. He said that's enough to kill 10,000 Americans. No, no, no. That's enough to kill America. Okay? There have been officers who have come in contact with fentanyl during a, a bust and they pass right out. They're done. They're almost in cardiac arrest. I mean, it's an incredibly dangerous drug. All of the basic ingredients are produced in China, assembled in Mexico, and sent across the border by the cartels. I don't understand. Why would you leave your border open then? I mean, listen, either, you know, here's another suggestion. Make the fentanyl here. At least we can profit on it. You know, somebody's buying it. I mean, why is China profiting? It's just the way we think of things. Crime is way up. The border's out of control. But Biden thinks he's doing a great job. He thinks his his czar has done a fantastic job. That's almost as good as Pete Buttigieg thinking he's in charge of the secretary, secretary of the stupidity, you know, the roadway secretary. This is the guy who flies around on private jets and then says to me, be a climate activist. Mm-hmm. What did you hear, so, the last thing? No, now what did he do? Uh, he's been discriminated against uh, when he's flying, and, and I only fly like all the rest of the people. I don't fly first class. I I fly commercial and, and commercial class, and I've been discriminated against because I'm gay and and my husband and I have a child, and I'm discriminated against in the airports and when I'm flying. Oh, here we go. Get out the racist card. I'm sorry. Your racist card has been denied. So now we're going to try the, oh, let's see. I'm, I'm gay. I'm an LGBTQ plus SQRST. Listen, I don't care what you are. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I'm different. I don't give a darn. But when you get out and you represent America, do something. You have a job. 
you have a job during the the transportation of goods are like molasses. It's like you could get things across the country faster by stagecoach. In the middle of the railroad strike, everybody's going on vacation from this administration. You know, surround yourself with idiots. And I know I'm going to get in trouble again saying Trump may have not been the brightest president we've ever had, but the people around him were sure as heck got the deal. People like Larry Kudlow, they knew what they were doing, and they got it done. But getting back to the border for a second, the solution to the problem is very simple. Seal the border. And I'm talking seal the border. I'm not talking let's make a few million come in a year instead of a few three, four, five million. I'm saying, no, seal it up. Get it done. Build that wall. Put all of the electronics out you want. Get some Customs and Border Patrol on the line. You can't have them changing diapers. That's not their job. You put some sharpshooters out there, and uh, when the alarm goes off that somebody's crossing the border, you let one of those sharpshooters just – you don't have to kill them. Wing them. All you got to (laughs) do is put a, a shell between their legs, you know? But uh, the point is this: on the outside, uh, you know, next to where they're walking, that's going to yeah. scare the pejesus out of them, and they'll turn around and walk the other way. But the cartels have been shooting at our CPB border agents. But that's okay because they're in Mexico. Right. Imagine Russia's shooting into Ukraine, so we sent $105 billion. But Mexico cartel is shooting into America, and that's okay. Just keep letting them come in. They made they made Arizona. Arizona had said we're not going to build complete defense. We're going to put tractor trailers. We're going to put trailers up there to stop them. And they did. Oh, they sued them. And and the government now and they had to, they had until yesterday to get all of those trailers out of there. And it cost Arizona another seventy one or seventy four million to move the trailers out, but. For a period of time, they had stopped the influx of people coming across the border yeah. illegally. I would have taken every one of those migrants that came across and shipped them to D.C. Yep. Yeah. I would have just shipped them right up to D.C. You like these people. You want the invaders. But what people are missing is the hidden costs. The hidden costs. And I have a, a friend of mine who's out in California. And the class size is now 40 kids a class. 15 of the kids don't understand English. Some of the other kids don't speak anything at all. They speak, you know, different languages, not just Spanish. It's from all over the world. You can't overrun our services, and that's what's going on. Our hospitals, our schools, our services. There's people sleeping on the streets in these cities. And they didn't ask for this. But I wanted to turn the leaf now, and and I wanted to cover a little bit of, with our crime still going up, I was talking to someone for (laughs) several times this week about the George Santos matter in New York. Now, for those of you who have been living under a rock or the man and woman on the street, George Santos was New York's third district congressman elect. Can't remember what university he went to. Think he was Jewish, although he's Catholic. He is going to fit right into Congress. Now, people are all upset about him lying about his background, his service, his companies with, the jobs he's had. Well, I think, honestly, 
between me and you and my audience, all three of them, I think he will fit in perfectly in Congress. I really do. He's going to fit in perfectly in Washington. Why do I say that? Well, I didn't hear anybody yelling and screaming, impeach him, throw him out, when Senator Elizabeth Warren claimed to be a Cherokee Indian. And the funniest part was, Trump has more Cherokee blood in him than she does. So then I didn't hear anyone complain when Eric Blumenthal from Connecticut, he amazingly forgot he didn't serve in Vietnam War, but he claimed he was in country in Vietnam fighting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how about, oh, yeah, remember Uncle Charlie Rangel? He forgot to pay over a million dollars in taxes, something there around. And that was okay. Slip of the mind. Oops. Now, we have lots of people, lots of people who have lied. But he's a Republican, so it's okay to attack him. It's okay because he's a liar. So just the way the government is operating today, if we toss out all the senators and congressmen and elected officials that have lied, I'm sorry to say, D.C. would be a ghost town. Be like the Old West. So just the way the government, it's just, it, it's just, that's the way it goes. Well, didn't Joe Biden claim a couple weeks ago he gave a purple heart to his uncle who was dead at the time he claims to have given it to him? And he wasn't even vice president at the time he claims he gave it to him. But for Joe, I give him a pass. I give him a pass because the fact that he remembers where to get on and off the stage is an accomplishment these days. And falling up steps, that takes talent. That takes talent. And what about Hillary? Well, she lied about 30,000 emails that she destroyed, hitting blackberries with hammers. Oh, that that wasn't just... That was, that's a small little white lie. It wasn't about everything. It was about only the important things. But that was okay. And how about James Comey? Ah, another Democrat. Said all the information on the FISA warrant was FISA, before the FISA court was verified. It was a verified lie, but he didn't clarify that for the court. He just said it was verified. And now, let's bring it current. How about the House of Representatives and the Senate? Mayorkas of the Biden administration claims the border is secure. Clearly, anybody with eyes, ears, a mouth, a nose can see that was a lie. But he's a Democrat. That's okay. But so why does lying, what does lying have to do with being a politician? We keep putting money into politics. You see more lies, more and more lies, more and more lies, more and more money. So it's nothing but lying and lying and lying. Look at the commercials. Look at the commercials that you saw for the November elections. Was any of that true? Yeah, maybe the fact that he approved it, that's probably the only true statement in most of them. But it doesn't matter because no one's held accountable. So who so far has been held accountable for lying to Congress or the Senate? And that's because we've got a public that has their head in the sand. And they don't want to know. They don't want to know. No, just as long as I get my check every month, and as long as somewhere down the road the government's going to give me more of a check because I'm breathing, I don't want to know. And, you know, this is... I do my own little man-on-the-street type stuff, and uh, the responses that I get are just... It's like... 
is Earth a separate planet from, is there another planet that we keep going back and forth to? And, and it's another dimension. I, I never get on the train. <laughs> it's, it is, it's a crazy train. That's what we're on. You know, I, I, I just want to jump in real quick. I downloaded and printed out the commitment to America. And I really was baffled. This is like, this would be considered not even beginning notes for what the plan is. You know, an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, a government that's accountable. Oh, there's a novel, there's a novel approach. But, you know, I, I just want to give Congress and the Senate a little free advice. Whenever a lawyer gives you free advice, you should listen. Get it together. Okay, stop being opposed to each other's. There, there's, there's a common ground. This nation will not function and will not, it will cease to exist, I should say, if we do not stop fighting with each other. We have an end game here, which is to make America strong again, to make America beautiful again. And we basically have to put this together. We have nothing left if we have divided government. When we have divided government that can't work, we're done. Thank you very much for listening this week to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, and have a fantastic rest of the weekend. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.